eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... The leader of the Kirkcrease of Prayer Circle, Jason Shear. That was a really long title. I'm big in the streets. That's right. I'm sure Kirkcrease appreciates it. We can only hope. Anyway, we are here to talk about Arizona defeating Stanford today in the first round that they played of the Pac-12 tournament. Score was 84-80, to and it was a little bit closer than we expected, Jason. It was. Overall thoughts? Um, Look, this time of year, uh, this time of year, things happen. Shit happens. And there's guys that step up and play out of their minds. Uh, today, that was Spencer Jones. He's been really good the last week or so. Um, but, you know, yesterday against ASU, he was really good. And then against Arizona, uh, he was Michael Jordan. I mean, and look, part of it was Arizona's defense. But, like, there were shots that, like, he hit a three over Coloco. And there, there came a point where you kind of just tipped your hat. And then he started to go a little bit cold. And then Harrison Ingram said, oh, that's cool. I'll go nuts. I haven't scored at all the last two weeks. So I'll drop like 18 points or whatever. And uh, credit to Stanford. Like sometimes you just have to tip your hat. I didn't think Arizona played all that poorly. Defensively, there's probably some things they need to clean up. But they still scored 84 points. There weren't a lot of turnovers. Uh, Christian Coloco played great. And, you know, Stanford just kind of played out of its mind and uh, props to them. They won the game and uh, yeah, like, it, I mean, look, we're at the time of the year, the, the point of the season where it doesn't matter what a win looks like. Yeah. A win is a win. Doesn't matter. It can I don't be care. ugly. You can win by 90. You can win by 84. <laughs> 84, 90. That's, well, that's what we won by 84. No, they scored 84. They didn't win by 84. Well, you know what I mean? Whatever. Man. Shelby spread minus 39. Um, but yeah, like it won by 90. Um, yes, yeah, Stanford didn't even show up. Arizona literally won 84 to nothing. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. But look, there's stuff you clean up, you move on. They won. They survived a ridiculous performance uh, by Spencer Jones. And yeah, good stuff. Stressful game. Stressful game. Arizona fans wouldn't have it any other way. I Just as a side note, I had to watch at work on my phone and also follow everyone on Twitter but there were like everyone else at work also was doing the same thing, so it was kind of like work, quote unquote. No, I have an ev- I have like three events next week. I'm very okay, busy. I have events too. Anyway, it's called the NCAA tournament. 
With all of that being said, the focus is on uh, Kirkusa tonight because he did have a seemingly, um, at least painful injury. What is the latest on him? Yeah, so the game ended and everyone was like, cool, whatever. Uh, how's Kirkusa? And uh, I got to the point where I just wanted to shut my phone off so people would stop asking me. And naturally, I asked other people as well. Um, it. It's hard to say it's not season ending because we don't know when the season is ending, right? <laughs> so uh, as of now, would I predict he plays against Colorado? Uh, no, I would not. With that being said, is it the type of deal where you're like, oh, crap, it could be months away? No, from, from what I understand, it's not all that bad. Uh, now, with ankle injuries, as a lot of you know, it's not what it looks like two hours, three hours after it's what it looks like the day after. So while it may feel awful uh, with some treatment, it could feel better, or while it may not look that bad, it could look worse tomorrow. We don't really know. Um, the feeling I get is that it is not a long-term type of sprained ankle, but again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how it's gonna respond to treatment. So the biggest update I could have is it remains to be seen how it responds to treatment. I would be surprised. The overall attitude of Kirk Risa is he is going to try to play with this as soon as possible. Um, what that looks like again, I don't know. He could say that and try to run around on it and it feels awful. So uh, we'll see. I don't personally see any need to play him tomorrow, but look, if he can play on it, you know, he's going to play on it. He's just this something. time of year. You can't tell a kid like that. No. So, We'll see, but the general vibe, again, things could change. The general vibe is that it's not an end-of-the-world type of scenario. But it's hard to say this time of year because, like I said, I can't say it's a season-ending injury because, I mean, for all we know, the season's going to end next weekend. I don't know. Uh, but if he is out for an extended time, how big of a loss would it be? It's a big loss. Um, is it season-crushing? I, I don't think so. I think there's ways around it. Uh, the biggest loss there is going to be that the offense feels different when he's not in the game. And A, it takes away shooting threat. And yeah, he's not the best shooter. But if you watch him play, it's still a threat that you have to keep in mind. He's still the guy that has hit plenty of big threes. Uh, emotionally speaking, it's definitely a loss. Uh, Assist-wise, his assist numbers to turnover have been absolutely fantastic over the past few weeks. Justin Kyer's kind of a different type of point guard. The ball is going to stop a little bit more uh, when he has it. And it, my dog has literally started playing with the toy when I started the podcast. He doesn't even play with and for, toys. First of all, this is not Bianca that everyone has come to know and love. This is our other dog, Brody, who is like a little old man and never plays with anything. Lord. And he's in our bedroom chewing on his squeaker. Anyway, as I say, Justin Kyer, the ball's not going to probably flow as much with Kyer in the game. He's a better defender than Krisa. He's a smart player. Um, is there a drop-off? Yes. I think the biggest question is actually with depth is, let's say Kirk Kreese is out, and we're going to find this out against Colorado, I think. Who takes the point when, um, you know, when Kyer can't play? Is it Dale and Terry? Do you give him five minutes there? Some people are saying a dumb ball. There's no world where a dumb ball is handling the point. It'll be Dale and Terry... Uh, is it Pella Larson, which is fun and all, but he's not a point guard. He can maybe handle the ball a little bit. Um, you know, and so that's the biggest scenario is getting out in transition. Who brings the ball up? You know, let's say 
uh, Colorado decides to press or a team in the tournament, you know, first weekend decides to press, all of a sudden your starting point guard's out. You can make a case, and I can make this case for any team in the country, that the one position you don't want to lose, especially this time of year, is your point guard. And while Ben is fantastic, Dale and Terry, all that, Kirk Reese is a starting point guard on the number two team in the country, and you don't just recover from that and replace them. There's not a team in the country, in my opinion, that could just plug in another point guard without there having to be a drop-off. So it is a serious deal that he's not playing, but it, it, and if he's out a long-term, look, guys have to step up. And it's it's a, a little more than all talk when you say next man up, and that's the mentality. It's okay, he's hurt, let's move on. Justin Kyer, time to step up. This, you know, he played his whole life. He came to Arizona to play in the tournament. Maybe he's one of those guys that plays out of his mind. That's we his just, one shining moment. Yeah, like we don't know. He could be one of these guys that just takes the reins and plays out of his mind. It's, it's hard to say, but um, at the very least, it is a huge knock on Arizona's depth. That I feel comfortable saying. And you know, I did say this the last two podcasts. Dang it, Stanford. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, but... No, to be fair... It could happen on any given day. Right. I totally this get it. This injury wasn't a Stanford-caused injury. Against ASU, you just don't have the physicality that would have happened. Yeah, but, but this was like a jump pass for no reason. There's no reason to make the jump in the middle of the lane, and he landed on an ankle. So it didn't really have anything to do with Stanford, but it's just like, it's so Arizona. Jinx. It's just so Arizona for something like this to happen. It's super annoying. Um, it just feels like Arizona's curse. But look, again, like we're saying this, and he could be back on Saturday. Like we just don't know yet. Anyway, Arizona is going to advance to play Colorado. Um, as we know, I have feelings about Colorado. Um, what do we expect to see? Uh, you know, Colorado's playing well. Uh, you know, they, they beat Oregon. They beat Arizona, whatever weeks ago it was. and One time. Um, you know, they're, they're playing pretty strong basketball. It's going to be another physical game. Uh, Colorado has a couple players that are really good. Evan Batty's a solid player. Um, Jabari Walker's awesome. KJ Simpson was fantastic against Oregon. Uh, it's going to be another tough game. Now, is it the type of game, it, to me at least, it's a little different than Stanford because they don't have that pure score. Like Spencer Jones is a pure score, and you look at Colorado and their offense is a little more gritty um, and a little different type of deal. But uh, it's it's going to be another close Pac-12 tournament type of game, and uh, you know, I don't expect Arizona to run them off the court, though. We'll get to that in a minute. I, I do think Arizona's going to win, but it's going to be enough, another, you know, Evan Batty's probably going to cry a little bit because that's what he does. That's his thing. And it's going to be, you know, typical Arizona basketball game where you, your butthole tightens up. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Evan Batty. What individual matchup are you most interested in seeing tomorrow? So I, I kind of said it with the Stanford matchup. It's who's going to guard Spencer Jones because he's bigger than Dalen and it's hard for Zoo to guard him. Colorado has a similar player, although he's not as good of a shooter, and that's Jabari Walker. Who's going to guard him? Uh, in the first matchup, Arizona did great on him. In the second matchup, it had nobody. Uh, they're going to have to be physical. They're going to have to give him better defensive looks than they did in the second meeting. Uh, that's the matchup. If they can slow him down, because I think they can slow Batty down, and I think they can slow K.J. Simpson down. I really do. Uh, Walker is the scary player. If they could slow down Walker, whether it's with Terry, Zoo, Coloco, whoever it may be, and I'm really curious to see what Tommy Lloyd throws at him because I think they're going to throw different looks, uh, it becomes really difficult for Colorado to win. So that, to me, is, is by far the most intriguing matchup. 
And then obviously, you know, if, if Arizona doesn't have Kirk Kreese, Todd Boyle coaches too. So what is he going to throw at Justin Kyer? Do they increase the pressure? Do they go right at Kyer, try to get him in foul trouble? Things like that. But uh, to me, Walker is the key for Colorado by far. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And at this point, just kind of like thinking about this from the 20,000 foot view, how meaningful is this game in reality? So it's meaningful and it's not meaningful. And when I say that, I think it's more meaningful in the sense that, let's say Kirk Risa is out for a week or so and they're playing next weekend without him, they got to get a feel for that. Um, he did miss a game earlier in the season, if you remember. Uh, and so they, they need to get a feel of more of what it's like to play without him against high-level competition. Baylor lost tonight. So Arizona, you know, I said it before, and a few people on Twitter, not many, disagreed and said, oh, it's up in the air. No, Arizona's a one seed. Done deal. Especially now that it won today. Done deal. It's just a matter of where it's going to be. Uh, Baylor lost. So now Arizona's back in play for the South. Um, you got to assume, let's say Kansas wins the Big 12 tournament. Kansas would get the Midwest. Arizona would get the South. And then whoever, you know, Kentucky, Auburn, whatever, would get the East. That's now all of a sudden after today looking like the most realistic scenario because Gonzaga's season, regular season, um, is already over. They won their conference tournament and all that. Uh, so the reality is it doesn't matter in terms of seeding. It really doesn't. Um, it matters in terms of confidence and playing and getting things worked out and all that. But, you know, grand scheme, looking at the big picture, it sucks to say this, this game's kind of irrelevant. Like, Arizona's the best team in the Pac-12, whether it wins the Pac-12 tournament or not, because as we know, Baylor was the best team or one of them in the Big 12, and they just lost to freaking Oklahoma. Yep. Me and you are on that SWAC tip. SWAC. In Southern, my boys from Southern, lost today, Shelby. you said last night they were going to win. God. So Alcorn State is now the favorite in the SWAC, after going to OT, oh man, the SWAC is There's on so fire. So much drama at the SWAC. Well, like you just look at today, like is Texas A&M a better team than Florida? Maybe, but Texas A&M is definitely a hotter team. Like you look around the country and you see, and like the best teams don't necessarily win conference tournaments, NCAA tournaments, etc. Sometimes and, it's and so, luck, right? And, and there's other things involved. So, you know, I'm I'm watching right now Vanderbilt's beating Alabama. Vanderbilt's a high school team, so uh, you know it um it. it Things happen, right? And so, overall, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it probably doesn't mean a lot, um, except, you know, you kind of get things ironed out and you know, get ready pride. for the tournament. You don't want to win the Pac-12 yeah. tournament, too. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. 
What is your final prediction? So I know I have the it's hard to match emotion rule. Uh, well, there, it, there wasn't a lot today. There was, well, there was with Arizona and Stanford. It was an emotional game, right? Here's the thing, though. I think that Arizona is going to rally around the Kirk Risa injury. And I think that he is going to help rally Arizona. And I think that the best, one of the best things that happened was that they did not play very well on defense and they didn't blow out Stanford because that allows Tommy Lloyd to throw on the film, run a walkthrough tomorrow or whatever, and say, this is what we need to fix. I think Arizona comes out strong tomorrow. I really do. I think they're going to beat Colorado by double digits. And I'm usually a, this game's going to be close, this game is tough, and yeah, it's going to be, you know, this time of year, every game is tough. But I don't know, man. I just got a feeling that Arizona's going to win by like 10 to 12 points. I think I agree with that. Yeah. And then Evan Batty's going to cry. Tad Boyle's going to... Let's do this. How many times is Evan Batty going to cry? A lot. It feels like he does it a lot at every game. I like Tad Boyle saying that they should be in the tournament uh, after today's win over Oregon. They have one quad win, I think, and it's Arizona. Um, but, you know, they're, they're nowhere close to the tournament. Colorado's nowhere close. So it'll be... What's your, so you're going 10, 12 points? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Could be a little close. I, I mean, definitely if it was like 9, 10, I'd be happy with that. But, you know. Also, I just want to take a moment to laugh because there's a gentleman out there in the world that's probably not listening to this. But apparently he goes to Rutgers University, and I'm not going to say his name. But he found out what happens today when you mess with the Arizona fan base. Yeah, it's pretty And when brutal. you come for one of us, you come for all of us. And I believe from the last update I had is my guy that went at Carcresa has deleted all his social media. <laughs> and unlike me, like I don't DM players, but when I talk smack on Twitter, I know what's coming back to me. If you DM a player. Of a D1 school. Who is who clearly just better. Who injured. Right. And I don't know if it was because he was betting or he was drunk or he's just an asshole. I don't know what it was, but man, that backfired pretty bad on him. Hey, so, also, like of all the people for you to pick, like let's say he picked Pella or like Bala or something. Like they're like the sweetest dudes ever. And they, they're not like known for like being kind of sassy. Like Kirkisa is, is like gonna mess with Yeah, you. but like here's the thing too, like people <laughs> forget like these are kids. Yep. Like no one gives a shit if you're betting or what like they're kids. And so if you tell the kid like you should die and you suck and all that. Like, they're still kids. Not only that, like, just be a nice person. Like, Jesus. Be a human being. Just be a human being. If you want to boo a player, boo him. They deserve that. I'm all for booing. That's sports. But come on. DMing a dude? Like, what kind of life do you have to have to DM a kid? Yeah. As Michelle Obama said. What? Rise above. Why don't oh, I thought you were going to say, like, she said something about DMing kids. No, she didn't say that. When you go, it was that when they go low, we go high. That's what um, it is. Sometimes. You know. So, <laughs> uh, with all that being said. And by the sh- way, that's the third time you've said that in this podcast. Right, Shelby. So, with that being said. <laughs> that's the fourth time. <laughs> um, is there any other random small conferences that you're following besides the SWAC? Grand Canyon was actually losing for most of their game, but I believe that they won. Here's the biggest reason I'm upset. It's because I'm pretty sure Arizona is going to be a one, obviously. I wanted to see Kirk Risa versus Kiss on uh, whatever, Bryant or Wright oh, yeah. State. Bryant State. So you just combine like eight schools. 
It's Wright State or Bryant. I didn't remember. And you said Bryant State. I Whatever. Do. That's fine. <laughs> Bryant State, Tech Zone up there down. What? That would have been fun. Tech Zona State. Right. Tech. So, whatever. Uh, yeah. So, with that being what, said. What's going on with the women's team? Let's talk about them real quick. Hadia Barnes tweeted that Kate Reese is back. Woo! I don't know what back looks like. It could be five minutes. It could be 35 minutes. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the women's selection show is now on Sunday. Uh, so we'll know where the women are. Shelby is adamant that Arizona women will host. I say it's a little more up in the air than that. We'll see, Shelby. Yeah, we will see. Now Jason. what I'm doing is I'm looking at the 8-9 games. So just in case Kirk Reese doesn't play, it's like North Carolina's killing Virginia as of this recording. So like, all right, that's good because I think North Carolina could play itself into a 7, personally. Michigan State beat Maryland. That's good. I think Michigan State could play itself into a seven. You want to play teams now that don't necessarily pressure as much. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting. Like Iowa State. Iowa State would be a good eight nine. Iowa State Creighton would be fun for me personally. Bear down. Mm, so with all that being said, Shelby. As long as there's some white claws involved, I'll watch any game. Okay. <laughs> and Actually, with that being said, <laughs> have a good night. Bear down. Bear Kirk down. Lisa, wherever you are, feel better, buddy. We salute you, sir. We salute you. And anytime we got to we gotta go to battle for one of our own, we're here. Yes. Bear down or lay down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just want to point out that my dream could come true tomorrow. Umar Balo versus an actual breathing buffalo who wins in a fight. I think that he'll make it at the last round and Balo will win. Balafalo. A Balafalo. A Balabalo. Janine Garofalo. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.